You know, I love war movies, and having one with one of my favorite actors of all time, one of the best to ever live, got me pretty intrigued, to say the least. And with that said, let's review Greyhound. Greyhound was directed by Aaron Schneider and stars Tom Hanks, who also co-wrote the film. This film follows a U.S. Navy commander, Ernest Krauss, who was assigned to lead an Allied convoy across the Atlantic during World War II. His convoy, however, is pursued by German U-boats. Although this is Krauss' first wartime mission, he finds himself embroiled in what would come to be known as the longest, largest, and most complex naval battle in history, the Battle of the Atlantic. So this film was originally distributed by Sony Pictures, but was sold off to, to be premiered on Apple TV Plus due to the pandemic. And this was one that I was slightly intrigued by just because obviously I love war movies. Like I mentioned, I love Tom Hanks. He's in this movie. And also I kind of like the concept of the movie and the first little teasers they showed, I was kind of intrigued by. However, as we got closer to the movie, more red flags started appearing to me, and then I started getting a little concerned for this film. Firstly, I have three things to mention. Firstly, this film was sold off by Sony to be released digitally, which was very strange to me for a Tom Hanks-led film. One of the most famous actors, he could pretty much sell anything you put him in. That got me pretty worried that maybe this movie wasn't as good as they kind of hoped it could be. And Sony Pictures, this is the only movie they've done it with, from what I understand, because Universal and Warner Brothers have done it with some of their movies. This is the only movie they've done that for. Secondly, the past few trailers, I think, have made it out to be a pretty generic-looking movie. But lastly, and the biggest thing to me, was the, was the hour and 31-minute runtime. And discounting credits, it's 10 minutes under an, under an hour half long. It's pretty much an 80-minute war film starring Tom Hanks and that got me pretty worried. I thought I was like okay there's something up. I mean I'll talk about the runtime a little more but getting into the review starting things off I pretty much want to talk about how I was how some of the things that I was kind of just let down by watching this movie. Firstly I thought the characterization of of like and just characterization of a lot of the main characters there's pretty much only one central character and then there's the lead which is obviously Tom Hanks who plays Ernest Krauss the commander in this film the characterization I found to be extremely weak now the performances were fine a lot of it just came down to I I sir from most of the other actors but Tom Hanks is good in the movie he's kind of usual Tom Hanks doesn't give give a spectacular performance it's not like him in Saving Private Ryan or Forrest Gump. It's nothing like that. It's just him doing a good job in this role. It doesn't really stand out to most of his other roles, but then again, I think that's a testament to how great of an actor he is. He, of course, also contributes to writing the screenplay, which I thought was good, not great. There were a few moments where I thought we could have added a little more motivation to each of the characters, and that comes down to the, my, my main issue is that I find myself having a really hard time caring for any of the characters who were in this situation, unfortunately. And that was pretty much, came, that, came, that, came, that was one of my biggest issues with the movie. It didn't fully live up to what I was hoping to because I found it hard to care really about 
which of these characters were in danger. I'll talk about some of the action in a bit and which characters were being affected and who was talking to who. I even started getting confused by which character was which because there's so little to distinguish each of them besides our lead, obviously. And even our main character, we don't know anything about him. And the only thing we learn about him comes from the opening few scenes and some of the things he does, some of the things he says. And the rest of the movie, we don't get any development with his character, except it's just that he, he kind of, we don't, I don't think we got enough that was earned from the setup from the film. And that, that was pretty disappointing to me. And moving on from the acting, I guess we got to talk about the directing. And I found it to be very content and modest for a war film. It's kind of what you would expect from a film like this. There's nothing too special about it. The color grading and how the director chooses to plant certain shots is exactly what we've seen from pretty much every war film ever made. So it's nothing too special to me. But I can't say this, it was terrible because it was a fine job. It just didn't stick out. Like some other war films, like even one from 1917, it doesn't do anything special like that. Nothing too creative done. And the action sequences helmed by the director, I thought were good, but extremely repetitive. And I thought the director found it pretty hard. It seemed like he was finding it hard to distinguish each of the action sequences. Obviously, the actual event of this had to be intense and everything, but translating things to screen don't always work and I found this event didn't fully get translated properly because a lot of the sequences felt very repetitive aside from maybe the final one where there's actually some payoff and we get some closure and finality all the action sequences and whatever you want to call them before that were almost all the same same things being said and almost all of it and that got pretty boring to watch And that's pretty much the action sequences and what they're trying to do to get out of each situation feels like almost the entire movie. So although we've got all this stuff going on, it gets extremely boring at points. And that makes it... It was hard to really stay engaged with the movie. And moving on from that, let's talk about the runtime. And the runtime might have been one of the biggest issues with that. The runtime is only an hour and 31 minutes long. And that... And again, way less than that, even counting credits. The credits are like 10 minutes long. So just by that, I thought, I think the runtime didn't allow for enough time to develop characters and make us care about what happens to them. And maybe, I'm not sure, but maybe Apple, when it was sold, mandated the runtime. They came in, they poked their fingers in a little too much. Maybe, I don't know. But if that were the case, that's pretty disappointing. But if this was the original vision, maybe it was sold off because Sony thought maybe they messed up with this movie. I don't know. But I think the runtime could have been increased to make character, make us care about the event and the characters a little more. That's my main problem with the movie. And I think the fact that it was on streaming makes it even more annoying because a streaming movie can be like four hours long and you can just break it up it's not like a theatrical experience it's not like people aren't gonna watch it so that was my main thing that got that was pretty disappointing and lastly the thing i'll touch on is this is actually maybe but maybe the standout parts of the movie to me were 
the sound the sound sides of, side of things where the sound design sound mixing sound editing absolutely superb the editing of the movie makes it move pretty fast even though the movie gets pretty repetitive so you, you're not always like I, I just want this to end you're more just can we move on type of so so it goes by pretty fast and it's a short movie so that's not the hardest thing to do but that is something you have to give them credit for and Lastly, I'll have to touch on this score. I thought the score was actually quite good. It's not something you're going to listen to over and over again on repeat, but when the big moments came, the score complemented it very well. So that's what I'll say about Greyhound. But overall, I was quite disappointed. I was hoping for a little more. And it's not a bad movie by any means. It's just not one that you're going to remember. So with that said, let's get into my final thoughts. Before we get into my final thoughts, let me just say that as an... Uh, let me just say that, as you notice, my Nolan series did get delayed. The, my review of Dunkirk will come out within the next few weeks. Tenet's been delayed, unfortunately. And also, lastly, let me just say that I have a video game episode ranking a video game series coming out within the next few days, probably on Tuesday or Monday. So be sure to come back then to check that out, which one will it be, what you'll find out within the next few days. And with that said, let's pretty much get into my final thoughts. I think that While I was quite interested in Greyhound from some of the first looks, the past few weeks I've gotten more and more worried about the film, and unfortunately, it came out pretty underwhelming. It's not a bad movie by any means, but I don't think it does anything to to separate itself from other war films, and it has a pretty short runtime that doesn't allow for development or anything like that. I'm going to give Greyhound a C+. So, I... So I guess if you guys are going to check out Greyhound, I guess you would probably just lower your expectations and maybe you'll enjoy the film a little more than me because I was really hoping for this one to be, to be great. It wasn't quite that, but it's not a bad movie once again by any means. So with that said, that comes to the end of this review. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.